Well, here we go, man. We are getting started today. People, welcome, everybody. I'm glad you showed up again, man, because if you don't show up, it just kind of gets weird, you know, me just, you know, chatting with people on screens. <laughs> but welcome. <laughs> welcome to Talk To Me. This is the podcast nobody asked for, but we're giving it to you anyway. And today's special guest is Aaron Leong. Aaron. Yo, what's up? This, this is our, you know what, man? This is our actually our actual first meeting, but okay. I have... Man, I don't like saying I, I, I've watched people, but I've watched you. It, it's, it feels weird to say that, like, you know, because we, we live in such a voyeur, how do you say that word, voyeuristic world now where yeah, you just watch yeah. people and you don't know they're watching you, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't know until now that I've been watching you, man. We're all, we're all creepers in some form or another. I know, right? I'm, yeah. I, I'm a creeper. It's official. It's out there. I'm a creeper. But yeah, man, I've been checking out your YouTube channel and stuff and, you know, your, uh, I follow you on Instagram and I was like, man, this dude, this cat is, is, he's super interesting, super entertaining. I want to have him on the podcast. So here we are. And I finally get to get to know you. So what we're going to talk about is a little bit about your YouTube channel, which is called tell the people. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, list it in the up, bottom of here. Gear up with Aaron. Gear up with Aaron. And yeah. dude, you do some great. I prefer editing. gear up. I, when I initially started, I wanted gear up, but it was taken up by some guy who was a mechanic on YouTube. Oh, just plain old gear up? Yeah, gear up. Was, okay. It's catchier. It is catchy, but I it yeah, it, it works. Up. I see how it works, but I like gear up with Aaron because it's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see the same cat's face every time. You know what I'm saying? Who is that cat? It, oh, it's Aaron. You gear up with Aaron. Okay. But it's got problems because when you tell people, they're like, uh, how do you spell it? Is that with an E or one oh, A yeah. or... You got that tell one them. word altogether? This is what you got to tell them, bro. Is gear up with a a Ron. <laughs> there you go. Just don't start. <laughs> it's gear up with don't a a Ron. <laughs> I've had people who just call me by a a Ron. That's not funny. Oh man, <laughs> I ain't go do my it preacher. To you, my preacher calls me a a Ron all the time back in California. He was like, "Hey, a a Ron." I was like, "Seriously?" <laughs> oh man, I, I won't do it. I had you. ten years of that. <laughs> oh my god okay so where are you located man uh here in maine maine yeah holding out in maine that's why you always got the beautiful snowy backgrounds yeah and it's always green dude how'd you <laughs> also, end up in maine huh how'd you end up in maine well like, uh raised there i don't know good question good question right um, i'm just asking because we called... i ain't never met nobody <laughs> Maine. I know. <laughs> well, we we started out in California, and we just moved out here like three years ago. Um, I had, you know, just stopped my corporate corporate job, and I was like, you know, honey, I told my wife, you've you've moved around for me. Time for me to move around for you. Mm -hmm. And so her dream job has always been Maine, for some reason. Wait, her uh, dream job has been. Her dream job has always been located in Maine. What is it? So I gotta know. Uh, she's a teacher of deaf and hard of hearing babies and infants and toddlers. So is that like a, a really niche in Maine or something, job. or is that where? Well, they have one of the best programs here um, yeah. in the country. And so when she got out of grad school, she, this that was the first place she looked at back in you know early 2010. Yeah. Uh, plus, she was looking at it, never got it, and then when we had the opportunity to move, I was like, honey look for something you like and she's like sure let's look and she put out some feelers and next thing you know she got it so we're out here in maine and i'm doing my thing and yeah we're loving it i know people ask like why why of all places but here the air you know talking about your sinuses and your allergies yeah. uh -huh. here nothing 
Wow. The air is so clean. I can imagine, man. I'm <laughs> I'm still getting the grasp on this moving from Cali. What part of Cali? Uh, nor- uh Bay Area, San Francisco. Oh, man. I know. It's a big jump. Everyone's like, what the heck? We're talking about <laughs> textbook culture shock. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, so, it's, I have to say it's all white here. <laughs> it's all white. Yeah. Okay. Even the backdrop. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. When I get a, when I see a colored person, like an Asian guy or whatever, I get so, so excited. I tug on my, my, my wife's shirt. Honey, look, it's a Chinese guy. Look, it's a Mexican. <laughs> oh, my God. So is your wife Asian, too? No, she's white. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she says white as white can be Irish. Oh uh, my god. Irish uh yeah, Irish Ukrainian. <laughs> that, that's damn. Yeah, she's white. <laughs> she, yeah. She's white white. <laughs> she feels at home somewhat. God, <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. So were you born and raised in Cali? Uh no, I was from Malaysia. Malaysia uh, okay. all the way until two thousand three of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I moved out here to Texas. That was my first port of call, Texas. Texas. Okay. So that's where yeah. I'm at. Houston, I went Texas. to school in Abilene. I'm not sure if you heard of Abilene. Yeah. It's like two hours west of Dallas. Yeah. It's kind of like in the panhandle so, up north. Yeah. Right. The college town, it was near an Air Force base. Can't remember what it was called. But yeah, that was my Man, first. You've done some traveling. Malaysia to Abilene, Texas. Singapore. Which is basically nowhere. Malaysia to Singapore. Um, then Abilene, Texas, California here. Wow. What was Singapore like? That's a place. I um, rigid. It was nice, but uh-huh. very rigid. It's not a place that I would personally want to live. If you're a city kind of person. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. That's the place to be. They have everything you need. Uh-huh. Public transportation is awesome. Everything is on time. Like Japan, um, tech, if you're into tech, uh-huh. oh my goodness, that place is a haven. Uh-huh. It's like they have specific buildings, like, you know, multi-story buildings, not malls, multi- just specific buildings wall to wall with mom and pop hole in the wall electronic shops that you can shop for discounts you can go from shop to shop like all right you want an ipod for how much okay i'm going to add that shop says how much will you give me this discount and you deal you know you can haggle wow um and they have other buildings specifically meant for like audio hi-fi you go in there it's just wall to wall audio uh all kinds of stuff like that it's great That kind of reminds me, well, not the tech part uh, of it, but I spent a little bit of time in uh, Thailand and, you know, for like clothing and things of that nature, you know, Uh, know, whatever they got it for, I get it cheaper. And plus I get you (laughs) the, you know, whatever brand name you want. I got a pair of jeans. Tell me what brand you want them to be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was awesome. It's awesome to shop there, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it was awesome, man. I'd love to go back to that place too, man. Oh, man. So you've done your traveling. And uh, so yeah. what was your profession? You said your corporate job. Um, well, I started out as an engineer okay. uh, in production back in Asia, because uh-huh. every Asian, you're either a lawyer, engineer or a doctor. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those three professions. <laughs> <Okay>. professions. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stereotyping here. Going you don't on want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. Right? I hope you don't, your channel doesn't mind it. You don't get flagged or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it was uh, engineering but then i started dabbling into education adult education like training people at my work yeah <clears throat> uh and i started going into that like industrial psychology and i did that for many years uh in medical field and uh, outdoor equipment like the north face and all that kind of companies mm-hmm. um, those were my things and then 
when I I've always wanted to do YouTubing or some kind of creative outlet for yeah. the longest time. I did it. I've always had interest in it since I was a kid, um, but you know, never had a chance to just sit down and do it. But my wife was patient enough. After I left my corporate job, she's like, <clears throat> "I said this is what I want to try to do," and she's like, "Sure." <laughs> okay. We'll see how long this lasts. So she's been very patient. <laughs> You know, well, I dedicate like 110 percent to this. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you said 110 percent because that's absolutely what it takes. You 100 percent is just not enough. No, <laughs> it's just no. not. You got to go over that mark, man, to yeah. be uh, a YouTuber. So going into yeah. your channel, you fell into just all tech products or any yeah. type of niche you would like to kind of stick with or just everything tech. Just tech, tech related. I would have loved to gone into cars, mm -hmm. you know, like tech in cars, because there's not much focus about the tech itself and yeah. what goes on in there. And I'm not just talking about electric cars, but right. you know, just everything tech. Um, but that's something I like. But starting out small, it's easy to go into earbuds and headphones. There are kind and watches. They're slightly easier to on the budget and stuff, stuff like that. So you got into the, the smaller, more <laughs> consumer friendly tech, you know, more yeah. affordable tech. And, uh, you said it was more affordable, which is something I've been thinking about because I just did a video on, uh, a Bluetooth speaker. It was a sound speaker. And I was looking uh -huh. at some JBL speakers and JBL, like, their speakers are expensive, man. Like the JBL Extreme 3, that's a $300 speaker. And I'm thinking, yeah, who in their right, right mind spends $300 on a speaker? And people do it because they they made it fit their needs, right? Same thing with mm -hmm. a pair of $350 headphones. But then some people were saying, hey, you should compare it to the JBL Boombox. And I, I looked at it. I was like, man, it's just $500. <laughs> like, who's got that kind of money? <laughs> crazy who's out here crazy. buying 500 bluetooth speakers <laughs> golly <laughs> <laughs> oh man but hey to each is their own man i uh, know but that's truly a niche product too in of itself yeah. right there what the bluetooth speaker I mean, or the the boom yeah, box? The 500 speaker yeah I'm, I'm wondering okay so when they market i look at the marketing on the products like i look at the box mm -hmm. and on the box it has like the speaker kind of floating in air, but it's being splashed with water. So it kind of tells me, you know, this is an outdoor fun type of thing. That's you know your what I'm thing. saying? For your pool. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I'm thinking it's an outdoor fun type of speaker, but the price tag is $500. Like, Oof. so you're marketing to someone who likes to go outside and have a good time, which is, you know, let's, let's just face it. It's the youth. You know what I'm saying? I don't consider myself yeah. the youth anymore. <clears throat> But the youth ain't got five hundred dollars to spend on speaker. Nope. <laughs> let's just let's just be nope, real about nope. this. They're more concerned about paying off their iPhones. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, which which is Gucci. an expensive deal. Yeah, <laughs> golly, I don't know the price of tech. It is it's getting crazy. They're they're trying to stay in in the same price brackets, but I did notice like with Sony, their newest headphones, they bumped up the price an extra fifty dollars, and I don't feel like we got. Mm -hmm anything more for the extra 50 is it because of the shortages i don't know but i don't um, know man yeah tech is expensive, some things dude. are coming down i mean if you look like at uh uh the samsung and uh, samsung flips uh, flip phones the prices have dropped you, okay. from generation to generation you mean the flip flip like the yeah the, the flip phone? the flip three flip four the fold three uh -huh. fold four their prices are dropping 
Did it? I really didn't notice. I mean, is it is it is it a significant? So the drop? flip two. So like for example, the fold. I can't remember exactly this price, but I remember the flip <clears> two <throat> came up for about fifteen hundred bucks, something like that. And then the third gen, which came out last year, mm-hmm. nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Mm, Bigger bump in specs so, wow. and everything, and the fold did the same. So some some <clears throat> companies are being smart about it. I'm not sure if it's a shortage. You can say it's a shortage, but some of them are just being maybe more aggressive in their marketing. Yeah. Um, Do you think that they're taking losses in some areas so they can gain more market share or something like that? They might. I I think because if you talk about those kind of phones, they're still niche. And I think uh, Samsung knowing that most of their income comes or their revenue comes from the 22s and the S22s, S21s, mm-hmm. they know they can take probably a hit for their smaller niche products. Yeah. But that's my guess. That'd be a pretty good plan to kind of flood the market by making it not necessarily free, but more affordable. And then at yeah. some point, that's when you jack them up. <clears throat> that's yeah. what I would do if I was the CEO of all things Samsung. <laughs> I'd be like, just get yeah. it on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess as consumers, if we complain enough, kind of like how we've been complaining about Google phone, the Pixel phones, mm-hmm. finally, finally, their prices have started to drop again, and mm. with so-called flagship specs, you know. Yeah. I mean, give and give or take here and there, but you know, that's I've it's tried, doable. I've tried a Google phone, the last Pixel that came out, and it's a good phone, but Samsung got me, dude. I think once you get into a phone, like once you've used the phone and then its predecessor, so you've used it two generations uh-huh. of of the same type of phone from the same company, you're locked in, bro. You, you ain't coming out unless it was you're a really bad in, experience. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think. Uh, and I know you like your decks. I know you like your deck setup and all those things. And how you know you ha- do you have a watch? Do you have a Samsung watch too? I do have a Samsung watch. Uh, I don't use it that much though because the battery life is. I'm not going to say it's bad, but it's not as good as the AmazeFit watches. <clears throat> okay, yeah. fine. It's bad. It'll get you through a day <laughs> if you're not using all the stuff. You know what I'm saying? You got to turn yeah. everything off. But those AmazeFit watches, they last like two, three weeks. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. They just go. Um, <laughs> and, but the Dex, I only use that on the tablet because it's, it, you know, it's it's just mm-hmm. the newer tablet uh, was a 15-inch. That thing is like a laptop. So Dex is just more appropriate for that. Yeah, but I'm not the guy who plugs this phone up to a monitor and using decks like that. I thought it was kind of cool that they came out with that, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, who's out there doing that. Who's really just plugging in their phone and and (laughs) looking around a keyboard and a mouse. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, ooh, let me just let me just set up my workstation here. Okay, I got my decks going. Some people do it, man. I think it's a little extra though. I'd rather just pack around a laptop. (laughs) But you know, you you are. I mean, if you're talking about the whole environment, uh, company environment, I think Samsung is the closest to Apple. Oh, absolutely. Out yeah. For the Android side, easily. You know, yeah. uh, it would be nice if Google got there at some point. And it seems like with their new batch in 2022 of products, they're getting closer to that. But Samsung, mm-hmm. man, yeah, it leads the pack. I still envy their side, how they just oh. try to keep things cohesive. And- Dude, Apple has it. Apple has it like dialed in to keep a user yeah. in there and you know i don't mind the <laughs> ecosystem i don't even mind being locked in but i think you're on to something i think that google should since samsung is probably has the biggest market share of android i think mm-hmm. that google should make like um maybe android s you know for samsung 
and right. give it it's like give it all the okay google stuff what am i what am i trying to say like the samsung uh one ui and android make that its own operating system and be like cohesive on it between google mm-hmm. and um and uh, one ui make it an operating system that's not fragmented it's specifically for samsung flagship phones so we're only talking about the s lineup right yeah and that way that ecosystem can be a real true Apple competitor because it's a closed ecosystem. And then of course you will have Android without the S and that's for all the other phones. You you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. Yeah. Special Samsung Android that is like, and you know, you got a special, you know, department, get them their own freaking floor at the Google office and let them work on that stuff. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It would be be great. I I see, I see your point. And I was kind of hoping to see that or the start of that when they came out with the watch, a Samsung galaxy watch five. Oh yeah. When they said they were going to work together with Google. And I thought, Oh, it's going to be like a mix of their watch UI or whatever it's called. Yeah. And Wear OS, but when it came out, I'm like, it's more Samsung than Google than ever before. Still, I was yeah. like, ah, I was very unimpressed by that watch, by yeah. the hardware and the <laughs> the software. I sent it back actually. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I'm, I'm still a big fan of the watch. I, I'm using the Galaxy Watch Three. That's why I, I actually wore it the other day for the first time in like probably two months, um, just because it looked better with my outfit. <laughs> 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 but on any given day, man, I'm just picking up one of those Amazfit watches and slapping nice. it on my wrist. And I just beat the crap out of them. I don't care if my dog bites yeah. my wrist or anything. Or I just Man, I'll tell you watches. what. They're solid. My wife still wore, wore the same one I reviewed. It was one of my first videos. I think it was 2018, 2017. Uh-huh. Still want, runs great. Still the same team. Uh, like one month battery life. It's man. crazy. What, it's so solid. which watch was it? Like GT? Uh, the BIP. Ah, the BIP U. Yeah. yeah, the OG BIP. Oh, the OG the BIP. BIP okay. U or BIP whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they make good man. stuff, man. Just from, you know, doing what you did, being an engineer. I know you wanted to, you know, do cars and everything. But what, what made you say, I'm going to give 110% to YouTube. This is what I want to do. Did anybody inspire well, you? Well, that drive, man, that, that burning passion back in the day, uh-huh. you know, like, and just wanting to combine all my, my you know, my hobbies and my interests uh and the love for tech and just wanted to share it people with people and you know i had a lot of ideas now i don't think so anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> um but just trying to combine all of that in one and i thought hey why not just try it on youtube mm-hmm. you know and see what happens and it got it has gotten some traction i kind of like it i like that i'm i have a voice i i like that i'm so calling my, my own boss yeah um I'm not sure if you feel the same about why you did what you, how you started your stuff. And, um, but yeah, that's in short, that's combining things I love about the past and the present and the future into with, you know, adding my own style and adding my own humor into it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I've seen your work. It is great work. You do great. Do you edit your own videos? Yeah. 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 You do great editing and the, the, The humor and entertainment (laughs) factor is there. And then you get some education in there. It's a great all around enjoyment channel to where, you know, I think about these things. It's just a rolling batch of thoughts in my head. How do you create a YouTube channel or a YouTube video where you're talking about a product that is a Mm -hmm. tech product and you make it entertaining, but you give information and you also 
have you combine both of those, but then you make people want to come back and watch the next thing you do, even if it's not something they were actually interested in purchasing. That is a conundrum, my friend. (laughs) That's the hard part. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. But your channel is one of those that I feel has a lot of that to offer, you know? So if you're going, because I've seen, you know, some of your outtakes that you put on Instagram and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, it's, you know, I don't care about this product, but this guy's doing some cool shit. So let's just see what he's got (laughs) going on, you know? And and if you end up liking the product, so be it. But I came for A-Aaron. I I, I got you. (laughs) I was waiting for it. That's my one. That's my one. I won't do it again. No, but I came for you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think you're doing a great job. And the people, you know, the people that subscribe they'll never see your videos again because they subscribe that's how youtube works (laughs) yeah if you're i'm not sure i'm not are you seeing the same numbers uh, that i see on my analytics like every video or just in general on average like the returning (laughs) viewers are so low yes it's because like each video like 90 something percent are new viewers and only like five percent or three percent are return return viewers i'm like where are all my subscribers it doesn't make sense. And I don't know if you've noticed what I, I stopped asking people to subscribe. I just say hit the like button, man. <laughs> don't freaking subscribe. <laughs> if you subscribe to my channel, you will never see another video. I guarantee it. It's so weird, isn't it? I don't, it really I'm not is. sure what, like you're saying, what's YouTube, YouTube's algorithm is all about. I. Yeah, but oh. it's, a, it's a crazy conundrum because you need the subscribers so the the vendors and the and the the companies will notice you and want to yeah. you know sponsor your videos and stuff but that also kind of stifles you because you know the more subscribers you have the less views you get <laughs> it's a weird so, it's a weird dichotomy there <laughs> yeah it really is it really is yeah i like but, to get into you know i like to go to trade shows uh-huh. just you know just so to connect and all that but they're like, oh, uh, you're an influencer. You need like 100,000 subscribers. I'm like, oh, I have 10. <laughs> you know, it's kind of sad and pathetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, man, that's a hard place to be. So you got 10K? I don't know. 50, I just passed my 15 last month. All right. Congratulations on Finally. that. Finally. <laughs> that's actually very huge. I think I had, I'll be honest with you, man. I had more fun between, I would say... I would say five and 50 K I really, I have, I'm having a good time now, obviously, but yeah. I think the golden stages of you know my YouTube career happened between <laughs> the five K and the 50. I think I noticed that you were dancing a whole lot more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I had an audience. <laughs> People were actually watching. <laughs> you were happier. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cause at that point, yes, you're doing it for notoriety you're doing it for the income and you're, you're, it's a, it's a thing of passion. It's something you want to do and, and enjoy doing. But at some point, I don't know where it happened somewhere after that 50 K it became like, I don't know. It's just like this. I don't know whether it's a responsibility or I have no idea what happened, but something happened. And I was like, that's when the pressure came because oh, it's really? like, all right, you're over 50 K. Now you got to get to a hundred. Well, what happens after a hundred? Well, you get a plaque. Anything else? No. <laughs> you're just going to sink after that. <laughs> and this weird self-imposed pressure takes over and it just makes it stressful, dude. But I, I, bet. I uh, just recently, you know, some th- throughout this journey that you're having, um, 
you're you're going to get burnt out. I hope you get burnt out because when you come back, you should be better. And because, you yeah. know, it happened to me. Um, I recently bought a, a rental property. Um, it was it was in March. So I bought a rental property in March and I did mm-hmm. not know that was going to drain me <laughs> and take oh, really? all of my energy <laughs> and time. So for for two months, literally eight, possibly even 10 weeks, like two and a half months, that just basically took up all my bandwidth, like everything I had, I gave to that house. And I was able to put out a video here and there and it looked like a normal video, I guess, but I wasn't there. I just pressed record and let whatever happen. But I was kind of stressed out because I'm thinking, man, the algorithm's going to forget about me. (laughs) (laughs) But when you came back, it was fine. Like you never left. It was like, I never left. Like they didn't care, but you know, whatever. But because I took that break, that, that forced break, um, I was stressed out about, you know, taking a break without, you know, planning it or whatever. It allowed me to just kind of refresh and, you know, not think about videos. And, you know, once I came back, I, cause I was always stressed out about not being on TikTok. Like you gotta be on TikTok now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or make <laughs> reels or, you know, for Instagram and stuff. And I was like, man, I don't want to do all this stuff. One more thing. One more thing. <laughs> this is crazy. While we got to do all this stuff just to be, uh, you know, in the mix. So, you know, companies and stuff will see us. And when I came back from this hiatus, uh, I, I just had this newfound energy and now I'm on TikTok. And I came up with a kind of a niche for my TikTok slash real videos. And uh-huh. now I'm doing that and I'm having so much fun with it. And I, I don't think that would have happened had I not been burned out and been forced to take that break. So I hope you get burned out at some point, bro. <laughs> I have had my mini burnouts and whatever you want to call it. I You, you can ask my wife. I was like, I usually just honey, I need a break. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't do this. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I hope but, they keep coming, yeah. man. Cause every time you come back, do you feel better? You feel more refreshed? Oh, yeah. Pressure and yeah. And then you start to trust your audience. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, you're, you're a moving train and you know, the train always has momentum, even though when you stop or you get, you, if you leave the driver's cab mm-hmm. and you, you know, even if you turn off the power, the momentum carries through kind of like you're saying, yeah going to break you come back it's like you never left because there's that momentum still going and you don't you just don't have to worry about it you leave it be where you know c- just care about yourself get better and then when you come back to it just resume yeah um but that's a good feeling these, that you, know, you built something that can do that yeah and you know you, you literally make money in your sleep that's cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, that's so cool. I remember, so you talked about like, you didn't know how I got my start, what made me want to start. It was the mm-hmm. fact that I've always been into making money while I'm asleep. Like I want to make money when I'm not there. <laughs> nice. I think it's just a cool yeah. ass concept. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's let a me cool take concept. a nap today and I'll wake up and I've got a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So yeah. I made some YouTube videos, um, Right before I went on vacation, we were going to, I think, the Dominican Republic. And I made some phone case videos for the Galaxy Note 7. And mm-hmm. I went on vacation. Like 10 days later, I came back. And this was before YouTube dropped their whole thousand subscribers, four million hours of watch time crap. And you could still be monetized. So I came back mm-hmm. and I looked at, you know, I wasn't really into analytics. I just saw money. I saw like a dollar and 42 cents, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? For the combination nice. of like three videos, I was like a dollar 42. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I saw the bigger picture, bro. I was like, 
I didn't put any energy into these videos. I did them Flossie Carter style where I just had the the case you uh-huh, know, uh-huh. and I just, you know, phone with my hands around it, put the phone in there and turn off the video. <laughs> and I was like, man, I made a dollar and 43 cents from this. I'm going to do another one. <laughs> 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 because I was on vacation oh and I made a dollar and some change. I was like, man, if I actually tried at this, I could do some stuff. I could pay the white bill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so video after video, I started getting some momentum that that train you talked about and I was like man this is getting good because the money started going up and I was like man I could do this and I was running a fitness business at the time which sometimes I didn't even bring home a paycheck because I was a sole proprietor and you know there's mm-hmm. overhead and stuff and that that's the kind of job where yes I am my own boss uh actually my clients are my boss you know they tell me mm-hmm. when I can and how much I'm gonna get paid basically <clears throat> but if you're not physically there and active i.e. doing push-ups or burpees or whatever with your clients, you're not getting paid. So once I yeah. saw that dollar forty-three while I was on vacation, <laughs> it was no-brainer for me, man. <laughs> I'm like, sign me up. This YouTube shit is all right. <laughs> my wife, she's always been my biggest cheerleader, man. Everything I've wanted to do, she's always supported it, even if it was a bad idea, which <laughs> sometimes I wish she would just say, sit your ass down, man. This is stupid. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> sometimes I wish she would have just told me that because, yeah, it didn't work out. But she's always supported me, man. But she is not um, my son's uh, biological mother. I was a single father Mm -hmm. for, oh, I guess about five or six years prior to that. And somewhere Mm -hmm. I caught that you were a single father at some point. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so the wife you have now, is that your son's or your your son, right? Uh, Stepmom. Okay, so tell me about that whole thing. How was single dad life for you? And when did it start? When did it end? It was tough. Uh, let's see. When did that start? He was my son was a year and a half mm-hmm. when my ex wife left. Mm-hmm. Um, what year was that? <laughs> I totally forgot. It was. It feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, yeah. I think it's about. It's been about ten years. Okay. Uh, ten years ago now. So yeah, we did that whole thing for maybe three, <laughs> four years, and it was challenging, man. Oh yeah. It was different. It was different because. Um, even though my wife left, my ex-wife left, she was still around mm-hmm. enough to make an impression on my son. And it was, you know, having two different value system and you know how it is. Yeah. Like, or some marriages end up with a lot of angst and that just combines toxic. Yeah. And it was hard. The, the, the legal battle was tough, you know? Uh, and so raising my, trying to raise my son around that and trying to shelter, so-called shelter him without, you know, him being exposed too much Ooh, to it was yeah, a challenge and he's 13 now but man it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of hard work and i'm like you know right now he's 13 right and you you probably know about you remember this about your son uh-huh. it's like you're not my child who who gave birth to you you know right now <laughs> are you the devil <laughs> <laughs> It's just like anti everything, anti all our values right now. It's like oh, we, we like to go to church, we like to pray, we like to be kind to people, we like to be honest, you know, just honorable and all that kind of such. He's like opposite of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, what's the most expensive Nike shoe I can get? And I want the, the latest iPhone. And, you know, he's like, talking about crap in school and doing crap in school. I'm like, oh, oh man. <laughs> you know, is he on social media? <clears throat> uh minimally minimally we try to keep he's off of 
So I try to try. I got inspired by Steve Jobs and Bill Gates not giving their kids cell phones until they were fourteen.、Mm-hmm. So my son has not had his phone, a phone,、uh, or a tablet of his own, or anything like that. Or so he's been off social media and all that. I think that's great plan.、Um, we、yeah. try. <laughs> my son. It's、um, not easy. I, I was always waiting for it with my son. Like, where is when is my punishment going to show up? Because my kid was good. You know, oh yeah, <laughs> I was a freaking awful you, child. <laughs> I was awful, man. <laughs> I'm actually lucky to be here. I'm, I'm lucky my mama didn't just drop me off somewhere. Or <laughs> I was a terrible, terrible child, man. And you know, they always say like, if you're a bad kid, you know, you're you're when you have kids, you're gonna get your payback. But my kid.、Mm-hmm. It was like I was always waiting. Like, ooh, is he gonna pull? Like, you know, like you got to do something bad. I don't know where he got it from. God just said, Antoine, I'm gonna spare you <laughs> and give you a good、yeah. kid. <laughs> God has spared me, bro. He gave me a good kid. So that's awesome, man. On that front, I didn't go through a lot of the things, especially with boys, that a lot of people go through. He's always been kind of just. Chill, you know. He always did good in school. Never got any bad notes or nothing like that. But I was always waiting for it. Like, man, he's gonna screw <laughs> something up, man. <laughs> Is he okay? Is he crazy? <laughs> I'm just waiting on it, you know. Oh、yeah. man! So I was definitely blessed, especially in the single dad years. It was like five or six, something like I said. That's its own struggle by itself because men are not. Built to raise children alone, like we're bad at、mm-hmm. it. You know, <laughs> we, we literally have to learn day by day. Have to do that. How to care for another life? I think women are inherently built for it. Just it, it just comes a little bit more natural for women since it、yeah. came out of them.、Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and they got a nine month head start. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but you know, ask, men. But、uh, let me ask you this though: When you were a single dad, did Did you learn a lot of? I'll bet you learn a lot of things about motherhood that you're like, oh, I wish some of the a lot of these things men knew about or dads practiced, because as a single parent, you you know you had to adopt two different roles, right? Yeah. And I see a lot of fathers who out there who you know take that for granted. Oh, absolutely! They, like rely so much on their wives, and then when you know, like when the wife has to leave on a vacation、mm-hmm. and leave the kids at home, they're like, "I have no idea what to do." Yeah, <laughs> or vice versa. Some wives have the same thing. I'm like, "We, I wish you were home because、yeah. they don't do the dad stuff."、Um, and it's not bragging about being a single mom or a single dad. It's just the state of the union, that the whole thing, and you learn a lot of stuff. And yeah, like you're saying, there's no way we can do. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I was so drained. If you want to talk about burnout, it's not the YouTube. It was my son. Oh man, yeah. Oh god. And you know, for me, for I don't know, several years into it,、um, and even probably the whole time, people would always say, "Oh, you're such a great father. You're a single dad because I was a single dad because I got custody of、yeah. him." And I'm thinking in my head, I am a shitty father. You know, <laughs> just because he's with me, that doesn't mean I'm good at it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm at work all the time because I, I did. I worked a lot. I had that fitness business going. I had a nine to five job. This is when I was first、mm-hmm. starting off the fitness business, and then I had a nine to five job. 
And then I was working a third job in order to pay for my divorce attorney because that was cheap. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I was always tired. I never had the mental capacity to deal with him, you know, after school and stuff like that. So I would always give him like the residue of what was left in my tank for the day. And I felt terrible mm-hmm. about it because you're right. You're supposed to give two people's worth of energy to one child. Yeah. And I barely had half a person's energy to give because I had done so much that day. <clears throat> I remember one time I actually collapsed at his door. Uh, he was, uh, I was tucking him in at night and we would always have this thing. He was about six years old. We, w- we would always say, good night, don't let the bed bugs bite. And we keep saying stuff back and forth that rhymed with it, you know, until, uh-huh. you know, I finally left. You know, this was going for like two, three minutes. So I backed up to his door threshold and I leaned up against it. I was so exhausted. I ended up just collapsing at the door threshold and he jumped out of bed and he was so concerned because at this point he I'm Superman. You know what I'm saying? He's seen me (laughs) pack refrigerators and couches (laughs) on my shoulder. You know what I mean? He thinks I can literally lift cars, you know, like I'm freaking (laughs) Superman dad. And at this point, Superman is down. So the world is going to end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how did this man fall? It's impossible. <laughs> I collapsed at his door frame. He gets up. He gets me some water. I'm like, I'm trying to play it off because, you know, I don't want to worry him. I'm like, son, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. Just give me some water, though. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it was some hard times, man. Oh, man. And, you know, I remember you telling me you tried to shelter him from the, you know, the split up and the divorce and everything. I do remember. Uh, when we finally went to court and it was, you know, pretty much over, over. And the judge said, hey, Antoine, you're going to take care of this young man. I was so freaking happy. So freaking happy. I cried. And I was like, you know, it's it's over. And he wasn't there with me. But I, when he got out of school, we I, I took him to celebrate at Chuck E. Cheese. So he's like, OK, so what are we celebrating? I was like, damn, I can't tell him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I can't tell my kid the truth, you know, why we're celebrating here. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, to, you got to shelter a man, but you, you're definitely yeah. doing both parts. So I commend because there's a lot more single mothers out there than there are single fathers. I commend anybody who's doing it alone. You're doing a whole lot. <laughs> you're doing a oh, whole yeah. lot. And you deserve a trophy. That's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's huge, man. Yeah. And we just found out that we, I, um, we're pregnant, so. <laughs> oh, congratulations! <laughs> just last week, just last week, we uh, got an ultrasound confirming the 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 the, the age of it. You know, uh-huh. six nine weeks is it? Um, but yeah, we've been trying for a long time, and Damn. I just realized that I'll be. I said yay, but then I realized that when this kid graduates high school, his friends might think he brought it. He or she brought along their grandpa because uh, I'll be yeah. in my sixties. Oh my god. <laughs> And if my son shows up, if my current son shows up to attend it, they're like, oh, here's your dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so your your son is going to be 13 years older than his brother. So that's a big yeah. spread. And I'm I'm 45 right now. Okay. Oh, so yeah, You're going to be old, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> oh, man. But you still got it, though. You still got it. But my apparently. Man, you still got apparently. <laughs> Apparently, it's like uh, Abraham and Moses, uh, Abraham and Sarah in the Bible. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. My man's 80 years it. old. <laughs> Congratulations, Jeez. though, man. That's exciting stuff. Thanks, man. But I will say the the most one of the most important things to me is my relationship with my adult son, because I've said this before on this podcast, one of the earlier episodes. Uh, I think 
you know, having a good relationship with your kid when they're at home and young, that's one thing because you're raising them. There's always going to be some conflict, right? You just told me about your son is the devil, yeah. right? <laughs> but <laughs> Sorry, Ezra. <I'm> <laughs> he is the, the spawn of nothing. Satan. <laughs> Dad loves oh, you very God. much. <laughs> but I truly think, though, that, you know, that's null and void. I mean, if, you, if you're a good person and, and you love your children, I think that, you know, the time that they spend at home while you're raising them, it will, it'll, it'll be what it is. The true test mm-hmm. is when your kids are adults. And I'm not talking about 21 like my son is. I'm talking about like maybe, I don't know, 30, you know, maybe pushing 40, where your children still look at you as their somewhat of a role model or a friend, you know, they still want to come Mm -hmm. to dinner or hang out with you and stuff like that in their older years, whether they have children or not, doesn't even matter. It's just, you still have a bond with your kids as their actual adults into functioning adults into the world. Because I've met a lot of people my age that don't like their parents that don't go see them, don't talk to them. And I'm like, I get it. Cause you know, I don't have a relationship with my mom. You know, she was a single mom and I, I totally understand why. And I, but I don't understand why that's so frequent, you know, with people my age, yeah. me and my wife discuss it all the time because she has the same issues. So I think that's the true test though. So right now you're raising the spawn of Satan, but <laughs> in about 15 years, <laughs> that will be the true test. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. That, why do you think we're having a second child? It's a backup. <laughs> In case he ditches us, we have this one to take care of us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bruh. So that makes sense because uh, we have a, a, a couple friend. Um, he told me that we were talking about vasectomies because his wife wants him to get a vasectomy. They have five children, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking, bro, you, you, it's okay if you do that. You know what I mean? You got five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, man, I don't care. I might have to save the world someday. <laughs> like I might need to re repopulate the world someday. Oh my goodness. They might want to colonize Mars and I might need to provide some sperm. You know what I'm saying? So, oh my goodness. <laughs> so he refuses to do it. And he was talking about what you just said. He needs a backup. Cause you know, if you have one and that kid is screwed up, <laughs> you just got <Yep>. the one. <laughs> But if you got five, the chances of you having a good one, you know, you, the way yeah, you and, explained and it's it really, was hilarious. It's a, it's a good, good thing for your other children to see too. You know, it's like, you know, if you misbehave, I can kill you and drop you right now because I can make more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So have you told your son this yet? <laughs> no. This was a prior discussion with my wife. It's oh my like God. our son is not. It doesn't look like our son is coming back after he graduates uh, college. So we're like, what do we do? No one's going to be here to take care of us when we're old. Oh my God, that is hilarious! <laughs> oh my God, oh man. So yeah. he just he's just walking around here thinking he's he is the the alpha and the omega, not knowing he's just you know one skeet away from being replaced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a joke, guys. It's a joke. Sorry. (laughs) Love all your children. Oh, yeah. Equally. Love your children equally. That's the disclaimer out there. Oh, my goodness. But no, for real, you need to replace them. (laughs) You know, but that's why I like this podcast because um, I just go anywhere, you know, with it. You know, we we always talk about tech because that's what we do, you know, but. Mm on our channels, people don't really get to know us, you know, they, and that's why they treat us the way they do. I don't know if you've had this on your channel yet, but you know, you start getting out there, people start coming at you, 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> they Not start yet. coming at you with their pitchforks, man, <laughs> because because you maybe uh, <clears throat> said a wrong number and a wrong spec or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or because you happen to like a product that you know they think is inferior. Or oh man, this this last video I did, it was a. Um, JBL video. I'm talking to the audience right now, not you. Let me talk to you. <laughs> um, you know, I did this JBL speaker, and I could tell like the, there are. I didn't realize that there were JBL fanboys out there. Like, for oh real, for real. man, I didn't know this. And they're starting to come out. Like, they haven't been vicious yet, but you can tell like they are defending their purchase because once again, these JBL speakers are expensive. So mm-hmm. I was talking to my wife about this. When you spend $300 on a speaker, you have justified taking that money out of your account and buying this item. So if somebody says something else is better, you're automatically going to think that's some BS. I, <laughs> yep. Because this would yep. cost this much and I like it. <laughs> and that was garbage <laughs> because it didn't cost this much. And so they come at you because you know, they don't think you got feelings, man. You're just some dude on the internet, you know, who makes videos, but you're not a real human. It's, it's weird how they can separate that and just blast yeah. out these weird comments. So have you gotten any of those hateful comments? Starting yet? to get, I'm starting to get that actually you're, you're onto something because ever since I started talking about cell phones, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get, get into smartphones and talking about Samsung versus Google, oh, you wow. know, you got those two sides. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then, now I'm starting to get into IEMs and wired, I mean, wired headphones, like Brent, you know, the audiophile stuff. Oh, oh my goodness. I just launched, it, it came out with a Hi-Fi Man video unboxing. And the first thing someone said, oh, you know, there's a lot of nuances to this kind of stuff. You weren't clear enough and yada, yada, yada. And I was comparing this with the uh, Sony XM5, just for fun. And they're like, uh, it's one is wired and one is not. I was like, of course it's not. <laughs> Aaron, I was like, oh, I'm starting to get it. I'm and, telling you, my brother, you have stepped into you. Uh, you've stepped into a wormhole, man. When you get into audio, like, and and the audio and guys. brand loyalty, brand loyalty. <sighs> Thankfully, I haven't jumped into the Apple versus Android bandwagon yet. <laughs> man, <clears throat> oh my goodness! But I try to ignore it when people when the comments like that show up. I try not to get sucked in. Yeah. Um, thankfully, there are some subscribers who are, you know, like fans of the channel who kind of back me up sometimes. Uh-huh. Thanks to you guys for <laughs> doing good. that. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's awesome that people like that are like, uh, you know, no, no, it's not true. This he said this. He he's clear. If you watch more of his videos, you know, his detail, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. I slip up from time to time. And sometimes it's all mostly for fun or for jest, mm-hmm. but some people just take it so seriously. Yeah. Like, Oh my goodness. Why? Yeah. You know, and the only thing why? I can think is, man, you need to go outside and, you know, do some push ups or something, you know, get some of that extra <laughs> pent up energy out of you, man. Yeah. You're giving too much right now <laughs> to the comment section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, some of these cats, they they get a little wild, man. But, hey, that's how you know you're becoming somebody. When they they come at you with the pitchforks in your comment section, that's when you know you made it, Aaron. (laughs) No. (laughs) You you made it, bro. You made it. (laughs) This this is a tough gig, man. It's it's a real tough Uh, gig. 
very saturated gig. Uh, Mm-hmm. And so you do have to find your way to stand out. And that's why I like what you do. You know, you you give us Aaron. You know, you don't try to model yourself after a big YouTuber or do exactly like a cookie cutter deal. I feel like when I watch yeah. your video, I'm getting I'm getting this guy named Aaron. You know, I'm getting his personality and his inner thoughts as far as what this should look like, the content. So I, I think, you know. I know you want to be bigger. I know, you know, you need some diapers and everything. <laughs> but trust me, what you're doing, I like it. And I'm just the guy on the other side of the Internet. So that means a million more other guys are going to find it eventually if YouTube yeah. lets them. And they're going to love it, too, man. Yeah, it'll be nice. I like your stuff, too, man. I really, really love your just it's always chill and laid back. And I just love how you like, you know, just take it all all in stride, whatever comes your way and. You just share that information and all your passion for tech that way. And yes, I like man. that about you, man. Well, for me, you do your a thing. learned effort you do your thing. because I was always at a place where I struggled between trying to be, um, you know, let's say an MKBHD, <laughs> a technical guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then my personality would kind of, it was like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing in my <laughs> videos. And you could actually see it. Like I, I, sometimes my old videos come up because of a comment and I look at them like, man, this was awful. <laughs> this is freaking awful <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm talking about these specs and stuff i was like man that is not you how did you even get past like how did yeah, people even like this <clears throat> and so and i compared yeah. to something i do now where it's just like i don't care you know <laughs> we just gonna turn this camera on and have a good time and then i'm gonna turn it off <laughs> yeah i just i just give you my splash te- splash tests and be done with it oh dude the splash test i saw i don't know if it was a, a re-upload or a new upload but i saw it on instagram and it comes so fast <laughs> it just, pow, right in the and face. that's my son doing it that's his that's his moment of revenge i always get, i pay my son for it it's like Pay your so, dollar each time for each dunk. So does Smash. he hurl the bucket of water like with extra force? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> it's more fun. It's more fun in the in the winter, man, when you're shirtless oh and it's below freezing. <laughs> oh, that's like is, a polar plunge. No way. So it's, you just put like, what room temperature water or is just the cold water that you're putting on yourself? Uh, depends. Depends on who fills it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my wife, sometimes my wife does it because like my son goes to visit his mom for vacation. So I was yeah. like, I have nobody. So my wife does it. And I was like, here, uh, some tension release right there for you. Uh, oh, couples man. therapy. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> you have any um, grievances? It's all in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like you're having a great time doing it, which is very important because, you know, when it's important because when the burnout comes, you will get started again. Yeah, and, and it keeps you from quitting when you actually do enjoy it. It keeps you from quitting because this is something that's so easy yeah. to quit. I've I've seen people come and go, and I've seen people yeah. that will literally buy up four four K worth of equipment and never shoot a video. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's a tough. <laughs> <laughs> I still use the same camera I had when I first started. Just a new lens, and that's it. You yeah. know, it's. I'll use it until it dies. <laughs> man, you know, that's the way to go, man. I mean, I love yeah. tech and I got that. Well, one guy, his name is uh his name is Tim. I did a uh episode with him. He told me it was called gas. Gear uh, gear uh, uh, 
gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> Not, yeah, I remember that. I, yeah. I think I saw it in your, yeah. Dude, I got gas, man. I, <laughs> you know, I don't need a lot of the things that I have as far as like what I shoot with and the microphones and stuff, but it's it's cool, you know? <laughs> you get sucked in, yes. I'm yeah, starting man. to feel that. Uh, sometimes like, you know, I like phones a lot, particularly I like phones. And uh -huh. now that I'm doing a lot more of it and I have the budget for it, uh -huh. I was like, hmm, <clears throat> hmm. Oh, it's summertime. Oh, that gas kicks in, <laughs> This bro. launches, that launches, you know, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and then you start, you, you start going into this mental state where you're literally justifying at least one reason why you need to have this in your hands. <laughs> it is never a real good reason. It's just really because no. you want it, and it's cool. It's cool to touch. Yeah. Anything you want to tell the people, man? We've been we've been at it for a good little while. What what do you want to tell the people about you <clears throat> that you don't normally get to say in a video? Uh, good question. I never thought you should have sent me this question earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I asked it now. You have no idea. You have no idea how hard it is for me to speak in English. <laughs> <laughs> coming from coming from Malaysia, I speak I speak four languages, uh -huh. and even though I grew up speaking English, um, when I try to talk, I translate it. What comes out, what you're hearing right now, goes through a few filters of languages: Malay, Mandarin, Cantonese, Holy before crap. it comes out as English. So that's why if you think I'm pausing, I'm actually processing that way. Wow! And filming, filming, I I don't know about you, but like each shot i take you can expect probably 20 takes before i get it right wow like each scene uh-huh so it's a time waster so you asked me this question i'm like hmm do you how many minutes do you have to wait <laughs> no this is actually how, a great how much answer. of silence that is your audience comfortable with <laughs> no, you're you're what you're saying right now is the answer to that question nobody knew this i didn't know that so and i always thought that about people who you know most people I know only know maybe one to two languages. I'm, I'm in Texas. So most people it's just like Spanish and English. So yeah, yeah. it's man. So you're, you're processing three to four languages per English word or sentence. And also I grew up speaking British English. So having to translate sometimes the pronunciation like, or spelling, if I'm writing like color with an O with a U and things uh -huh. like that, or a thing like on my videos, you have no you have no no idea how many times I have to repeat. Like if I'm talking about this phone has a, has an aluminum frame as as in or rather aluminum aluminium, aluminium frame. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh man. That's... You know it's a pain in the butt. I'll tell you what. Wow. <laughs> People just don't know the struggle. <laughs> the, the magic of editing. That's what that is. That is. Yeah. And it's the definition of the magic of editing. Now that makes me think about your name, because you said you're from, you were born <laughs> and raised in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. And then you ended yeah, up traveling to these other places. So is your name Aaron or is it something yeah, it was, else? It, that it was my parent given name ah, okay. uh, because we were Christians. My dad was a missionary. My parents were missionaries. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Preacher's kid, all that messed up psychology behind that. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so English names, but I also have a Chinese name. What's your Chinese name? Or you're going to say it in Chinese? Uh, it, literally mean, it literally means cloud dragon. Uh, Yunlong is in Mandarin. That's Yun, how you say it. Yunlong. Yunlong. Y-U-I-N. Yun. Okay. Cloud Long. dragon. I yes. like that. I like that sounds. 
epic, man. <laughs> yeah, because I was born in the year of the dragon. Uh, and my dad was like, oh, this is the 1976. It's the top of the line best dragon, too, because uh, the Chinese zodiacs have 12 years and, you know, different animals, right? But every year, uh, every 12 cycles, there's a different dragon, uh-huh. different element. And the year that I was born was the cloud dragon. Okay. Uh, the sky dragon, the most powerful of all the dragons. I was like, oh, oh how fancy, you oh, know, man. but <clears throat> I'm on so the far, I, so far, I don't think I've, uh, you know, um, lived up to that expectation. <laughs> oh, man, come on now. You've done some great things, man. <laughs> but my that's... dad is still like, my dad is still like, oh, you were not a doctor. You didn't stay an engineer. You're now doing arts. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing oh, YouTube man. videos. Mm, I'm just joking. My dad is pretty chill. <laughs> that, that's good. So y- y'all, I'm just stereotyping Asian dads. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think. I think. Uh, you know, when you say that about Asian dads, I think Nigerian dads are the same way. Yeah, <laughs> or African yeah. dads, I should say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or third world, third world, second world, uh, uh, third world country dads are like that. Or parents. Yeah, they expect something a better future for their children, and so you know, I'm I'm a blue collar. I want you to be a white collar. And gotcha. the best opportunity is be a doctor, be a lawyer, you know, huh. those are effervescent, in my opinion, effervescent professions, you know, no matter what you do, no matter, no matter where you go, those or what country you live in, what economical situation, there's always those people. That's true. Know? And they're always held in high regard. Yeah. Always. Like on a plane, if somebody has a medical emergency, they don't yell out for, is anybody a influencer here? Oh. You know? You you just wait, <laughs> right, right. Or you just wait. well, you can say I've watched this on YouTube. I know how to do this. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Because if you think about it, man, a lot of doctors are now looking at YouTube videos to pass their exams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. Oh man, oh. I, I learned so much on YouTube, man. YouTube is a university in itself. Yeah, and that's where I hope to go uh, with my channel at some point. I feel like. Um, you know, earlier I was mentioning education, adult education. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's always, you know, in tech, it's so convoluted, it's so messy, it's so there's so much things to learn. And if you're a newcomer coming into the territory, like someone who's <clears> trying <throat> to find a best earbud for their child for Christmas, mm-hmm. they have no idea where to start. You know, that's true. And even like the the language, like what is Bluetooth or what is active noise cancellation things like that and mm. it'll be nice to have more of that kind of videos and maybe that's what i i would like to that's something i'm dabbling in a little bit more you probably saw some of my how to's and um you know buyer's guides and all those kind of things i'm dabbling no that's great I'm content done. i mean and it's the where you're at right now is the best place to start <laughs> because you know you can you can do it uh, parallel to what your main thing is you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the stuff that's yeah. taken off for you right now, you can do those those side things in parallel and they grow together. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which is kind do of... Do you feel regret. this way, Antoine? Like when you do your podcast versus your own content, like it feels fresher to you? Like you feel energized when you come back to... when You know, when you alternate between the two, like the same old, same old... Yes, because I, I do feel like I'm doing something different. Like uh, my yeah. wife asked me what I had planned today and I told her I get to do a podcast today. And she was I could I could hear it in her voice. She was excited for me because she knows how much I love doing this. And it was a it's a departure, a complete departure from, you know, holding up a, a set of headphones and talking about it, you know. Yeah. So it is a refreshing thing to do to have two separate things. 
But because I didn't start building the podcast somewhere around the same time I started building the the bigger YouTube channel, mm-hmm. when I come over here to the podcast and I start doing work, <clears throat> we put a lot into this, man. I mean, you're a YouTuber. You know you can put in, I don't know, a day, two, three days into a video that's like eight minutes long. And when it gets... 600 views you're like (laughs) it's like what the heck man yeah you know where's that reward for this two three days i put in work and podcast you know i was telling you earlier uh you know a podcast can be an hour hour and some change so it for every hour of a podcast i probably spent two hours maybe two and a half hours editing it because you know it's you got to keep going back and forth through the cameras then you cut it in the clips and so this could be two three days worth of process Oh my goodness! And yeah. right, right now we're at an hour and a half. <laughs> and that's crazy because when oh, I got dude. on here, I told you I wanted to do like thirty to forty minutes, right? But uh-huh. this has been such a great conversation. <laughs> I didn't want to stop, right? So I'm gonna have to edit this, put it up there. It's gonna probably take me half a week, more almost a full week to do it. I'm gonna put it out there in the space and love my work because I appreciate <laughs> this conversation we've had. Yep. I want to listen to it again, but. You know, it's going to get like 40 views. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's so, a 10-part series. It's okay. If I had built this podcast trying. alongside of uh, the, uh, the the main channel, it would mm-hmm. hopefully, in, in my thought process, I think it would, it would do better. And that would be more satisfying to me. But I didn't. So that's why I said it's good that you're doing it the way you're doing it because you're, you know, you're still young in the YouTube space. So you can do these yeah. things and grow them together. Because coming from success on one channel, yes, yeah, a departure, you know, I get a little break from doing, you know, products, but at the yeah. same time, you go over here where you have success and then you got to come over here and it's like, this is just passion, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is just passion. You working for free, homie. Yeah. <laughs> you are literally but I hope free. I hope this, this, you know, graduates to some kind of, you know, gains traction and gets you a lot of success in the future. And then you can look back at it and it's like, Hey, guess who I talked to, you know, this rookie back in the day and <laughs> who they are now, you know, and th- he's that's a one junkie great- in prison, <laughs> 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 you know, but that's one of the great parts about it, man. This is actually, uh, it's like a photo album, man. You know, you're, you're yep. still young in your channel, man. You said you're at 15 K. So yeah, yeah. when you get to like 150, you know, it's only taken me like eight years to get here. <laughs> But, but, but now you're giving 110 percent though <laughs> i have been giving it started at 150 percent <laughs> oh well hey <laughs> but that's that algorithm beast. i'm getting older it's not because of lack of trying i'm just getting older <laughs> oh man but you got another process though man but when you get yeah. to that place where and i think 100k is that mark where people say all right you i don't know what do you say at 100k like why is that the 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 first like landmark do you do you understand it um uh, i think it's the plaque because the plaque the plaque used to used to be at what was it 50k or ten thousand, and then youtube it? moved it up to 100 <clears throat> really i didn't know that yeah it used to be much lower kind of like the monetization stuff okay. the, the bar was much lower and now they set it 100 and i'm gonna make my own <laughs> uh, okay yeah lots of people <laughs> i was on i was on like what what was it the other day Pinterest, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a video of how to do make your own YouTube plaque yeah, that looks here. real. Man, if I'd like, have oh, known okay. that, I would have stopped working so hard. 
I'd be like, Mama, I made it. Look. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Is I don't know, man. It's just a magic number, but it seems to match up with that plaque thing. And also earlier I was mentioning conventions, you know, if you want to go to like oh, the mobile yeah. conference, hundred K is what they're talking yeah. about. And so far, you know, I don't know I don't know about you, but you know, some companies that written written to and say, Hey, can I have say a sample unit? Uh-huh. Oh, not unless you have a hundred K. So it seems okay. like the language is industry wide. But let me tell you, uh the hundred K <laughs> will get you in some doors, but then also that video view count. Cause I mean I've got some videos went that I put out as a one hundred K plus subscriber that have gotten less than a thousand views. So Mm -hmm. sometimes, and I was in a rut for a while where none of my views would break two or none of my videos would break 2000 views in a week. And I remember a company telling me, uh, right now your, your video view count is trash. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we're not messing with you right now, bro. (laughs) Get your numbers up. And I, you know, I sent them back an email saying, I appreciate you taking the time to respond and you know, thank you for that. And I'm going to, you know, I just told him basically, I know I need to do better because I was in a rut. It was during that two month span I told you about. I don't know, man. I, I think at yeah, this I, point, the algorithm, it's one of those things where, you know, you have your algorithm in the beginning, right? And it was doing its mm-hmm. job. You know, it was making videos come up in people's feeds. If they subscribed, they liked it, they got more of it, blah, blah, blah. But then it becomes like everything else, almost like Terminator. It becomes self-aware. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it, it eats itself. And then, like, it eats the creator, you know. And then it yeah. becomes its own entity where it thinks for itself and does what it wants to do. And the people at Google and YouTube claim that they still, you know, are working on the algorithm and they have control over it. Truth be mm-hmm. told, the algorithm is its own life form. And they have no control over this thing. (laughs) And Google probably only has one employee at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Because have you ever been able to call Google? For real. Have you ever called YouTube? No, not at all. You know, when you have a problem with Google, right? If you got locked out of your email or have a problem at all with Google, you know, every time you try to go through something to get some help, they send you to a forum and you guys have to work it out for yourselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is no customer support. There is no YouTube support. And there should be uh, one guy I talked to on, on the podcast. His name was Anthony Lapani. He actually came up with a great idea. There should be a YouTube support for creators at a certain threshold, whether it's 50K, mm-hmm. 100K, hell, even a million. <laughs> but there's well, I'm pretty sure that a million subscriber should be able to call somebody let's just hope that Mm -hmm. that exists but somewhere for the creators you know at maybe 50k 100k whatever you should have someone a direct department at least where you can email or call for some support some kind of help something man but yeah there's even amazon does it amazon has it as much as you hate them yeah they have their influencer line yeah you can actually call someone or have them call you (laughs) From Amazon. Right. I mean, they don't really yeah. put it out there easy for you to get because they put it at the bottom. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the screen. At least it's, it's at the bottom, print. not under fine print. Yeah. 10 pages deep. You ain't getting no Google help, bro. It's a forum and you got yeah. to figure it out for yourselves, man. Godly. Right. We'll get through it, though, man. This is, is you know, it, it keeps us on our feet. It definitely keeps me on my feet. 
<laughs> at this point, I just make videos and I, it's like I, I make a video and I throw it up against the wall <laughs> and I see yeah. how it splatters. <laughs> and sometimes you get a good splatter. It actually looks like something, you know, like a picture. Uh -huh. Sometimes it's just big mess. <laughs> so. Well, it's good to hear that, man. It's good to hear it coming from you and others I've watched over time is, you know, sometimes as a creator, you feel like you're an island. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like, am I alone with this? Because, you know, if you look at my videos, everyone seems to get 200 views, 300 views. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like consistently. I'm like, ah, that doesn't make sense. I mm -hmm. thought this was a hot item. It's brand new. Even my XM5 videos, I'm like, where's the hits? Yeah. You and know? it makes it's you feel weird. like so it's good to hear that. It, uh, sometimes I felt like I've been, I've been monitored because sometimes my videos would start out gaining a lot of momentum and they're moving fast. And then all of a sudden they uh -huh. plateau. It's like, oh, who, who cut me <laughs> off? Who unplugged it? Somebody unplugged it. <laughs> well, it's Aaron just launched a video about how to get wet. <laughs> oh, That's why. Man. Oh, man. But, dude, this has been a great conversation. I'm going to go ahead and cut it off now because we'll end up going three hours with this thing, man. I know. Uh, we should do it again. We, you definitely welcome back, man. I Park definitely want to yeah. hang out with you and get wet again <laughs> and talk about our gas problems. You know? <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody out there, thanks for tuning in, man, and checking out the podcast you didn't ask for. But I'm pretty sure if you're still here, you liked it anyways, man. We'll see y'all when we see you.